Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome to the Ohioan. I've got um, Craig and Brandon with me. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Great, great. Um, interesting. Um, you know, uh, Josh Mandel is back in the news. And, you know, I could see some people say, man, why does the paper write so much about Josh Mandel? Well, Josh Mandel's been in politics before. Uh, Josh Mandel's had some stuff happen to him. Um, I don't want to say anything bad about him as a person or a candidate, but negative news has seemed to follow him. I mean, it's been news about his family, his marriage, all this other stuff. Uh, he's running for Senate. Um, you know, Josh has a name in state politics. If you just look at Josh Mandel versus Jane Timken, uh, I know Jane Timken was the GOP chairman, but Josh Mandel might be even more recognizable name. But it seems like his... Um, Kansas is shooting himself in the foot. Uh, there was a story from Gannett, Ohio, yesterday. Uh, there have been people leaving his campaign, some of his staffers, his workers, and they're saying it's a very um, divisive relationship. Um, apparently, his campaign manager, there's allegations that he has a relationship with her, uh, which is interesting uh, because he supposedly is still married, from what I understand. And she's tough, and uh, they call it a toxic work environment, and everybody's leaving his campaign. Um, Brandon, uh, what's going on with Josh Mandel, you think? Well, I think I might have misheard you, Chris. I think he, he had, is divorced. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, because that was sealed and <laughs> thrown in the Nile, whatever. Right. I'll never know what the details of that were, but I think his his... Uh, ex-wife is still supportive of his campaign. So he's allowed to date whoever he wants. Um, I guess the bottom line is, you know, um, you know, relationships, uh, I, especially in the uh, post, I don't even know if I could say post me Too world, but maybe in the aftermath of T me too. Um, it's just not good to even have the slippery slope of a, of a workplace relationship anymore. It's just creates problems. And this is the latest, piece of evidence to say, yeah, don't, don't go down this route. But, um, even though even that had put aside, I mean, um, you know, toxic workplaces in the, in a campaign are nothing new. They, my gosh, they were like, oh, they were like, um, um, there was almost a different story a week for each different candidate in the presidential democratic nomination race uh one week it was pete one week it was elizabeth warren one week it was kamala harris um um so um they're not unique uh this and but um it's always it's always like uh 
it's it's, a, it's funny that it's just Josh Mandel because uh, I know he has a special near and dear place to your heart, Chris. Uh, just love talking about him on the show here. So, um, yeah, that's um, that's my quick quick thoughts on it. Well, here's the thing that bothers me, and you know, forgive me if I put my faith hat on for a second. Divorce happens. I mean, I heard some stat that half of Christian marriages get divorced. I mean, it happens. And I don't necessarily think divorce would disqualify you from running for, you know, Senate or having a life or anything else like that. But, you know, I'm reading throughout Mandel's campaign. I am a faith candidate, you know. Um, I should have shared with this link, but uh, there was a story. He was at a Baptist church in Mansfield. And he's like, man, you know, I believe in the Bible and the Constitution. That's why I support, you know, Donald Trump. And, you know, I support the faith and everything. And, again, Christians do get divorced. I don't know what the situation is with Josh Mandel and his wife. And I don't think it's our place here or in the news to discuss that. But I, I guess the thing that bugs me is, You've got a toxic relationship. You've got his head of his campaign staff for cussing out people and everything else. And then you're running around saying, I am his faith candidate and I support the Constitution and everything. I, I'm not saying that there should never be cussing or they should just be sitting there uh, singing Kumbaya and reading the Bible the whole time. I mean, I know politics can be a, a tough position, but Craig, it seems to me like we're saying one thing in public, you know, and I'm referring to Josh Mandel, and there's an entirely different thing going on behind the scenes. And what bugs me is on the Republican side, when you present yourself as a faith candidate, or if you're presenting yourself as, hey, I'm a Christian, or if you're presenting yourself as, oh, God is helping guide me, it sends a picture to some of my friends who are, of faith and Republicans saying, well, these are great candidates or moral candidates. You know, things are going really great there. But from these news reports, we're realizing that it's not really a faith campaign. I mean, am I look at this wrong or I don't know, Craig. Well, you know, I think everybody's going to look at it from their own perspective. Um, <clears throat> you know, some people are going to like Josh Mandel. Some people are not going to like Josh Mandel. And, and maybe some people aren't going to like him for some of the reasons that you're saying. And then maybe some people are going to say, I don't care, you know, what what his actual behind the scenes real life is like, because, you know, we had a lot of if you if you think about some of the people that voted and supported former President Donald Trump, I don't think a lot of those people would really in, in their heart of hearts say that Donald Trump was a true, you know, Christian man who really promoted those kind of values that you're talking about, but yet they still supported him. And that's fine. They, they have their right to do that. And, you know, you can support a candidate based on whatever you feel like supporting them on, whether it's the issues, whether it's their faith, whether it's a combination of everything. So, you know, I, I don't know that this is a story that, you know, the Mandel campaign is going to care about that's out. Um, it's not a great look, but I think it's, it's, kind of like, hey, we're in the news again, you know, and, and the, any publicity is good publicity, right? And, and that's how some people think of it. Um, yeah, it's not a great look when your campaign finance director is maybe 
allegedly yelling at people, berating them, wanting them to work 12 hour days, things like that. But at the end of the day, it's something that will probably blow over. And I don't, I don't know that the vast majority of people are going to say, I'm not going to vote for him now because his campaign finance director is, is berating people that work underneath them. And I don't know that they're going to not vote for him because he's a divorced Christian man. I, I don't, I don't think that people are, are really going to, if you're going to vote for him, you're going to vote for him. If you support him already, you're probably going to see it through the, all the way. It's, it's kind of like the Trump effect where, you know, how many things came out prior to that election, whether it's the, you know, the access Hollywood interview um, or the behind the scenes, you know, off the record interview. I mean, people are going to vote for their candidate, whoever that, whoever that may be. If it, a lot of it's going to be based on popularity and politics, especially in a primary like that against Jane Timken. And you know, it, it's it's going to be you've already got your candidate. You're kind of drawing your your line in the sand and saying it would it would take a massive mess up for me to not vote for that candidate. If you're you know X, Y, or Z kind of voters in the you know Republican Party right now. Right, and, and, and Craig, I'm I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I mean, I'm not contesting what you're saying. I, I guess you know this is my hill that I've died on throughout the what two years history of this podcast. I I, I feel as a Christian, I feel offended when you're coming out. Okay, look, I'm a Christian. You know, I've said that on the podcast. The reason why I'm not waving that flag all the time, and the reason why this isn't necessarily a Christian podcast, is because I'm a flawed guy. I mean, I love God. I believe I'm a Christian. Um, he does influence every part of my life. But I'm not sitting here and saying I'm flawless, I'm blameless. I'm not coming at you guys saying, well, because I'm a Christian, I do nothing wrong. Hey, there's flaws all around me. And, I mean, I can point them out, and those who know me well can point them out too. And what bugs me, though, is if you're flawed like that, don't paint yourself as a Christian candidate. I mean, hey, Christians swear sometimes. I, I understand that. I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not looking at a Baptist relationship. But, you, you know, I know that church that Mandel went to speak at over the weekend. Um, I'm reading this story, and it's not just that um, his campaign – uh, person is, you know, yelling at people and everything else. I mean, Mendel and this this lady are allegedly going out in the hall and screaming and cussing at each other about that. And again, I, I guess where it's at is, look, politicians curse. You know, politics is a tough business. You're going to cuss at each other if you're running for Senate. There's great days and there's bad days. What just ticks me off is when you paint yourself to be, hey, I'm waving this Christian flag, I'm living a different life and everything, and you're really not. And, and, and you know, you wonder why Christians get hated at times. You wonder why we're looked at as a big, big bunch of hypocrites, because you've got people out there painting yourself one way, and it it's not like they're even hiding it that well. You know, they're just doing whatever they want to do. And, and, and again, that just goes back to my frustration with, you know, the Christians embracing politics like they do. It, 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 sorry, sorry to go off like this, but it's really frustrating me. So, I don't know. Um, Brandon, do you think this hurts Mandel's campaign? Because this really isn't the first story talking about how there's been issues with the behind the scenes at Mandel. 
I mean, do you think people just overlook it and say, hey, he's my guy, it doesn't matter? Or what do you think? Uh, it's, too, it's too early to tell, Chris. We're just getting... This is a story that's so early, it probably will be forgotten about come next year. But a um, couple clarifications here. Josh Mandel is actually a Jewish Republican. or and I, I, I kind of say that because that's the only thing I can find online. When I say, what is Josh Mandel's religion? Um, I've always thought of him to be, um, you know, of the Jewish faith. So it's, it's which makes the outrage to the Christians, uh, it makes, sometimes it makes sense. But, you know, he's got this very long history of... Uh, Islamophobia and his campaign style, um, and so that to me is has always been his his brand. Uh, it's just kind of stirring up culture war stuff, um, and the culture wars have really evolved um, over the last four years um, to the point where they're very unrecognizable to the culture wars of when he was running for treasurer or when he was running for. Um, uh, sent the first time they isn't therefore it's natural for him to evolve with it again to where it's it's um it this is <laughs> this is why he's in the news so you know um do i think this will hurt his chances here um you know i don't think so uh, i think um the day of uh of um the days of character mattering uh, are over to a degree, because I think people at the end of the voters care more about, you know, I don't care if you're, if you're whether you're, you're uh, and I'm not saying this is about Mandel per, per, particularly, but just in general, I don't think voters care about a person's, um, you know, relationship status or a person's, um, um, a person's, or like how, you know, how faithful they are to their spouses or, or are they, you know, did they, you know, do they not steal, lie, drink, eat, smoke? on on and on and on or you know if they're swearing you're dropping bombs on on tv or radio um um I, I even though donald trump i think was for the most part has been pretty reserved when president so i don't think i don't think he's you know it's for the most part right i think there might have been one one or two incidents but even still um um i i think voters at the end of the day are just they just want to they want to talk more about the issues they want to talk more. And I think the problem is, is sometimes those issues are talked about in racist terms. They're sometimes talked about in politically incorrect terms. But I think it's important to have a conversation of who are you angry at and what, why are you angry? And that's a conversation that the media fails to really bring up over and over because they're so focused on, look at this candidate. Look at how his character is. And then everyone's like, I don't care. So... Um, it's not, not to say the story is not important to talk about, um, because I think it is important to say it's for me, the, the point is, is how good of a person, how effective will they be in, in, in the Senate in terms of getting work done and getting, um, things accomplished. But I think I've been trying to say like, you know, um, talking about more about, uh, in terms of context of character that to me, I don't think voters care and I don't think I'll hurt them from that perspective in the, in the election. And forgive me for not sharing this Mansfield News Journal article, but let me read to you two quotes. Um, you know, he's at this Mansfield Baptist uh, temple. Uh, they have a big faith in, um, let me make sure I got the name right, because I'm, um, 
yeah, it, it's a fight for faith and freedom event. It was at um, the Mansfield Baptist Church, you know, up there in Mansfield. And again, this was last weekend. This wasn't, hey, I found this five years ago. Um, you know, he sits there and says, I'm not really interested in earning the support of politicians, but I'm very interested in earning the support and endorsement of pastors and Christian a- activists through Richland County. Um, he sits there and says, I'm running a campaign based on Judeo-Christian values. And you're right, Brandon. And, you know, apologies. Obviously, the Jewish faith is different than an evangelical Christian faith. But, you know, he's sitting there saying, hey, when I go to Washington, I'm not going to listen to lobbyists, woke corporations, or the media. When I go to Washington, I'll make decisions with two documents in hand, the Bible one hand, the Constitution the other. So I, I guess my only point is, all he's got to do is say, hey, I'm Josh Mandel, I'm a Republican, I support Donald Trump, uh, full stop. End it right there. But when you're sitting there saying, hey, I'm bringing the Bible one hand and the Constitution the other and everything else, it doesn't matter if you're Jewish or Christian or whatever else. I mean, hey, we understand. Divorce happens. It's fine. I know after you're divorced, you, you date again. It's fine. I, I'm not pointing the morality finger at him. But what I'm saying is if you're saying... I want the support of pastors. I want the support of Christian activists. You've got to live your life differently. And if you're not living your life differently, it's hypocritical just to run around and ask for support of of Christian activists. I mean, you've got to live your life differently. Um, you know, uh, the uh, I podcast um, you know at night with Paul Yanchek. Um, Paul is a dedicated pastor. Yeah, Paul talks about the silliness that we talk about in the show. We interview Hollywood actors and actresses and everything. But Paul lives his life differently. And I don't cuss, but if I start cussing on the show, if we start talking about inappropriate stuff, I'd hear from Paul. So, again, I, I'm going round and round on this. But I guess what I'm saying is, hey, if Josh Mendel wants to run on his Trump agenda, it's fine. Run your Trump agenda. Uh, if we vote for you, great. If we don't, great. Who cares? But don't live your life one way and then wave the, hey, I'm running on Judeo-Christian values. Because the way that you're running your life, based on this Gannett, Ohio article, that's not Judeo-Christian values. And what frustrates me is, even with Donald Trump, I mean, Donald Trump admits the affairs, he admits the stuff he does in the past, and the Christian faith embraces it. They're like, oh, wow, no worries, you know. Uh, he has a Bible. He has a Bible when he marches across the street. And he holds the Bible in front of a church. We're good. And it's like we're called to live a lot more than that if it's Donald Trump or Josh Mandel. So my apologies. I'm sorry. It's one of the things that's always fired me up. And I understand maybe not everybody cares about that. I just don't like it when he attaches a Judeo-Christian to what he is trying to sell you. I mean, I guess that's my beef. I don't know. Any other thoughts? Sorry. I should have just maybe yelled in a mic for a half hour about this, but I don't know. No. All right. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens if we're going after. Uh, like, I wonder how, what Jane Timkins' uh, campaign's like or Tim Ryan. But again, you're not hearing Jane Timkins and, and Tim Ryan wave that flag. And, you know, if it's different, it's different. But. All right, well, thanks for checking out the Ohio. And let us know what you think. I mean, I know I'm the, uh, I'm coming at it from more of a faith perspective. 
Uh, let me know if you're a Christian. Are you okay with how Jasper Mandel rolls? Uh, what's your thought about faith and politics? Let us know. Uh, again, check our sponsors and check all the extra content we have on our podcast. Uh, we'll be back with another segment. Have a great day. Yes, yeah, Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.